mm-hmm. there's all what ten thousand of them or thereabouts so far. Um, know that I know absolutely nothing about gardening or gardens. So today, Lucy and Sam are going to do the rest of this podcast. So over to you, Lucy. Okay, well, David, we're standing in the garden in Pilgrim Corner, which is our largest garden. And it's a beautiful cottage garden. It's had a lot of previous owners who were big gardeners, loved gardening and bought lots of beautiful plants, many of which we still have. And in fact, we know two previous owners as well, and we're friends with them. So we know a lot about the plants they bought and where they got them. Sam joined us at the start of the year. Uh, We had a gardener before that, Karen, who worked for me for eight years. So um, it was quite daunting for Sam to take on this garden, but he's risen to the challenge. And he's introduced quite a lot of new things, which have been fab. And we're standing by the insect high-rise. Sam, do you want to describe what that is? Uh, So it's a very rotten-looking tree. (laughs) Um, uh, It's just a bit dry rot. And it's got uh, loads of burrowing holes in it. So obviously the insects are using it. I uh, just saw a, a bee going in and out of there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so around about that, we have put some grass in uh, just along the pathway there, um, up against a stone wall, uh, which has a few plants in amongst the rocks. Um, and then on top of that, we've got several different varieties of uh, grass um, and some honeysuckle. honeysuckles either side of it. Um, and the idea of this bit was um, we've got this dry stone wall here where we get um, various things living in the wall, nothing to be worried about, but we do have slow worms and they can scrabble into here if they need to hide. It's very hot up here. Mm. That's where we have the grass. Um, because they're pretty hardy, they'll take anything back, you know, wind, because this is a high bed, um, dry, they're okay with dry, they're, they're okay with it being slightly damp. And it is meant to be an organic, particularly insect friendly area, but it is pretty good for reptiles as well. So as I said, that's the occasional slow worm. Sam, you've never seen one in this garden, have you? No. And they're no. very, very shy. So mm. if people are worried about them, you don't tend to see them. Um, and then we've got honeysuckle, which will in time grow up the big fence. And then... Can I just ask what, mm. what that is? Because we've got these in, in our garden. And is it a weed? That is a weed. It's um, typical weed that you get in Exmoor. Um, and it's called valerian. And right. it's absolutely beautiful. Here, because it's on a piece of wall, we haven't taken it out. But people do take them out because they get quite invasive and their roots mm. can go down. The problem with it is once it's in a wall like this at right angles, you're never going to get the root unless you use something like Roundup, which is glyphosate, which is a a, a chemical we don't use in this garden Mm. because we try as much as possible to be organic. Occasionally we can't, but it's very, very rare. Yes, it is a weed, but it's got lovely pink flowers. It's beautiful. A weed's only something you don't want, really. Um, So then if we walk up round this path that goes around the back... We've got our little fairy garden here that we added in the lockdown, which small people can find because it's at small person height. Then, Sam, what have we got? You did quite a lot of work on this bed here, didn't you? Do you remember in that pouring rain? Yeah, so we we cleared out a lot of the uh, invasive grass that keeps moving in. Um, Yeah, and decided to put in uh, some... Agapanthus, yeah. 
Um, and these are going to get high, really high, David. Mm -hmm. And they have beautiful purple flowers and lovely sort of succulent looking leaves. They look a little bit like a leek at the moment because they've been yeah. cut back. Yeah, yeah. We've got agapanthus in, in the garden. Are they like that, that mother-in-law's tongue? A little, yes. Mm. Yeah, they are a little bit like that. And then this is our variegated bed here, which is new. I can see, though, that pesky gladioli is coming back. Awesome. We'll get rid of it eventually. I really have a thing about gladioli. Oh, really? Well, it, it, and this is crocosmia mixed with gladioli, so it, it's like the worst-case scenario. But we, we will get it out over time. And we've got sedums growing up the back there, which do brilliantly in mm -hmm. this garden. There's quite a lot of sedums down here. Um, and then we've got these two beautiful granny's bonnets, aquilegias, do you want to describe them, Sam? So, yeah, they're quite big leaves, these acrylegias. Um These ones here are quite are purple. Mm. Um, then we've got some white-looking ones, white ones as well, next yep. to that. Uh, and then some pink ones lower in, in the actual bed there, um, behind the wall. And they're qu quite a quintessential cottage garden mm. flower. They, they create great big seed heads, like these little pods here that you can see. This is a small one, but they get much bigger. And we literally just scatter them, don't we, in beds mm. on the hope that they'll pop up. But they, again, people can treat these as a weed, but they're absolutely beautiful. And I think they're a very complex flower. I mean, look mm. at that. It's they're absolutely beautiful. stunning. And what... And this there, the, the, the those black seeds, what's, mm. what's that? That's incredible too. It's almost prehistoric. I think it's a castor oil plant. Oh, really? It predates me. Yeah. And I think it works quite well. It's got very bright lime leaves, hasn't it? And mm. then we've got this whole bed here, Sam, of your favourites. Yeah, growing, in, growing into that. Um, across the path, you've got the red hot pokers that um, were here before. Um, they're just doing amazingly taking, this yeah, year. They're just stemming out and it's incredible. Everywhere. I mean, that one there has got to be nearly two meters tall. It's yeah. taller than me. It's oh incredible. yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's go up this way. I'm worried about this um, wire. Come along. Yeah. So there's the red ones, <laughs> and then we've put in some yellow ones. We uh, put which yes. Actually, we How thought they we thought they weren't doing too good, but no, they are. They've settled in and they're actually growing. They probably, when did they put in? Last month? Mm, if not earlier. And they've doubled in size That's at great. least. We yeah, have so had a lot of rain. Tops. They're yellow, yeah. I mean, yeah, Sam like calls them ones, yellow yeah. hot pokers, but they're yellow they red, red hot yeah. pokers. God. Nipophia <laughs> is the Latin. And then lots we've got lots of these walls. Pardon? Lots of daisies in the wall. Those wind. are beautiful little daisies, aren't they lovely? And then we have um, loads of roses up against this wall and a beautiful fragrant jasmine. Including Paul's Noel rose. Which is... Paul Noel, Paul's Noel, which we planted in memory of one of our guests, actually. Paul McCombie, who was a regular guest and we miss him. So we planted this in his memory. Um, and it's looking pretty good, actually. We've got another one further up as well. And then this one is yellow. Don't know what variety that is. It's a very old one. I mean, I think this has been here since the 50s. And we have pictures of this garden from the 50s. And the whole bit up here was um, a vegetable patch and a rose garden. Yeah, I mean, this rose looks a bit like a nectarine. 
<laughs> yeah, it does actually. You're right. And then these are have been my favourite in the last few weeks. These beautiful bearded iris. They are absolutely stunning. Incredible in the white. fragrance. Yeah, oh, yeah. The smell, smell they smell, while. the jasmine smells. I think the rose will start to smell. And it just this bed just looks absolutely lovely. And this little bit of honesty that's going to come through. It, it really has. I mean, they're huge, aren't they? They're big, they're blousy, they're unashamed. And Sam's mate cobbled together this amazing contraption to stop them falling into the lawn because <laughs> we had all that rain, didn't we? Yeah, and they are, they do stem up, well, they've got stemmed up to about three foot, so yeah. <laughs> they needed a bit of support because they were just getting in the way of the mower. Yeah. And that really, I didn't want to destroy them, so no. I just thought I'd tie them back with a, uh, yeah. And we do, fe bamboo fencing. we do have to mow, and that's one of the things, and perhaps if this was your own garden, and you weren't having guests arrive at five o'clock every Friday, you wouldn't mow necessarily. You'd give the grass a bit of a rest. There's also no mow may, which is really good for insect life and birds as well. Um, but we mow because it's like doing housework outside. It always looks lovely and neat. Yeah. It's a big job mowing this garden though, Sam. Oh, yes. And we've had a lot of rain, so we haven't done a lot. But we're standing by my favourite bed of Pilgrim Corner, which is this beautiful oriental poppies. And these are absolutely stunning. They last a couple of weeks. Last year in lockdown, we managed to video when we were making the cottage videos. They were out and we managed to get a shot of these full bloom with Marley, the dog, running by. And that, honestly, that took quite a lot of work to get that picture. But we've got about six or seven out. And would you say they're sort of bright red? Yeah, they're vivid. Mm. They're absolutely vivid. And the... Uh, the, heads. the heads aren't they lovely yeah they I, i've taken quite a lot of pictures today of these because with, with the hairs the way they've trapped the water the rainwater these little drops yeah. it's absolutely beautiful and again these are blousy unashamed full-on lurid psychedelic <laughs> poppies they're absolutely lovely I can see a dog has laid down. Something's been on there. <laughs> yeah. Don't, I don't want to look at room. that. I don't want to think about that. It's a very relaxed guest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very relaxed guest uh, laid the down on there. Out. Right, so we're coming up to our top terrace area here. We've got two terraces at Pilgrim Corner. One's right outside the back door. And then this one is higher up. You've got a view of Exmoor from here lovely view of the hills you can hear the, the lambs and the sheep barring in the fields sometimes you can hear our cleaning team chucking out some rubbish as well so sam what have we got up here uh more roses so, yeah well we've got, we've got it's a little patio uh with a, ta with a table and chairs a couple of benches uh, surrounded by roses um growing up do you know what this rose is called have i told you this rose is called the Pilgrim, which is why I bought it. We've got three. So That's the Pilgrim, Pilgrim Rose. Yeah, Pilgrim Corner. And this little pergola, which is, they've done really well, yeah. actually, this year. They've put on a lot of growth. And then you do quite a lot of work on this bed here because we've got this huge pampas grass. No jokes about that, please. No. Um, there was a pampas that had to be removed in January and February, and that was not a laughing matter. Sandy and I, there was a lot of pampas yoga went on to try and get behind it and get it out. And in the end, we had to bring some hefty men in to lift it out. Um, 
but you do quite a lot of work on these alpines because you've got a whole alpine terraced area now that goes down to the house and you do quite a lot of pruning on those don't you yeah yeah so just keeping them shaped um also it's quite a treacherous path there so, <laughs> <laughs> so try and um discourage yes we don't we don't people walking there and then you built into the new beds didn't you yeah uh, so in right february at the end um Right at the end where there's a camellia. Which is huge. Um, yeah, it was mostly just a grass, overgrown with grass and uh, a few weeds. So I cleared that all out. Yeah. Uh, that was a preparation to put in another uh, rose, which is Paul Himalayan musk, which mm -hmm. is, when it does flower, will be a nice smelly one for this yeah, corner. Yeah, it'd be lovely and fragrant. Um, yeah, and then once I cleared that out, we've thrown in some more grasses uh some primroses we've yeah, also you found company. some clematis didn't you that had um been hidden yeah, under so was whatever hit, was yeah, here i can't remember what we had now there's all sorts on top and then yeah clematis that was just suffering underneath and now it's growing up I, last week I, I tried to tame it up so yeah you've done a good job of that and then right over here at the back do you know what yeah. that is david no i don't do you know what that is sam you're not allowed to cheat with your app. Cheat. It is. I've talked about it before. It's something that you eat. And it's local to Exmoor. Strawberry tree. Oh, God, that's the strawberry That is the strawberry tree. And now you know what it is and you can see the fruit coming yeah. off it. Doesn't it look like yeah, strawberries? I remember that now. So um, there's one here. There's a beautiful one opposite one of the cottages. Um, I forget which one. Um, which cottage but literally opposite Pilgrim Corner mm -hmm. and they're protected so ours is in a very sheltered space here and we've also got one over there as well so you can see that from the sweet shop yeah and that is a stunning tree it, is, it does it? really well and you can really see the shape now now you know what it is yeah. but it is behind this really huge camellia yeah Ooh, have a present yeah. <laughs> and this really huge camellia oh the problem is when you walk around a garden what you see is weeds I mean, there aren't many weeds, but you see them because that's how your brain so works. I've I named guess. my. What have you named? The, the, we, were, Those... we were going to, we were going to uh, miss us out, but actually, I know it's called snowy mermaid. Snowy mermaid. It's, it's, it's a spiky grass with long stems coming out and um, lots of lovely white flowers. Beautiful little flowers that aren't come they? in three petals each. Yeah. But they're in like clusters of about six to eight and they are all over the garden and they grow really big i had a few um and i bought them down and we divided them put them in melina is their latin melina when we do a um, plant sale which we will do for charity at some point this year we'll have loads of those because they grow like a weed now in this garden they crop up we've got quite a lot of ferns i don't know if you noticed that david because it does get damp yeah um but in a good way uh and then the, this is the pampas, but you see beautiful aquilegias. We put them all together with the acer. And the poppies. And, the po and some more poppies, which, you know, they self-seed, so they're everywhere. You can hear me pulling weeds out. Yeah, I me? think Snowy Mermaid, that's a lovely story. My, yeah. My sister loves mermaids, so uh, I'll definitely... Who doesn't uh, like a mermaid? Yeah, I'll definitely be sending her a picture of that. And this, 
this always feels very, I don't know, Japanese. This is the Japanese yeah. area. Right. So this Japanese-inspired, put in by um, a previous owner of Pilgrim Corner. Mm -hmm. And we just look after it. And they do extremely well. And uh, can you see the new growth? See there? The yeah. very light green. This yeah. bit here is new. Um and it just seems to work really well with the cottage garden style, although you wouldn't think it if you're in a garden centre. But it does look really pretty together, I think, don't you, Sam? Yeah, the two different shades. Mm. And it smells lovely when you run your hands through it. I love that sort of ferny... It's almost like a um, soft Christmas tree. It is like a big Christmas tree. We should put lights on it, actually, but of course it's a dark sky reserve, uh, so we don't do that. And more on dark skies another day. And then behind Sam, there's the bottle brush tree which is not native to the UK, obviously, mm. but look at it. It is a beaut, this one. It's done really well. It's been here a long time and I've tried to grow them in other places and for some reason this one just loves it here. It does really, really well. Do you think it's just, you know, we've spoken before about the microclimate with mm. all this particular mm. mixture of damp and, and warmth. And is it just this garden, do you think, or is it is it in this area? I, mean, I think it's the area. But would you mm. say, Sam, because the sweet shop, which is the literally next door. is That's a heat trap. It's sure. a different, totally different feel. Yeah. Yeah. It is Mediterranean. It does have a seed and bed, and we do have hot beds in there because it's so, so hot. It catches the sun. You get the sun in this garden, but because of the size of it, yeah. you know, it's it's an L shape, isn't it? It goes around all the cottages. It's just absolutely enormous. Um, and it is a big wildlife area too. So we have a hot area. We have a damp area. Isn't this just yeah. incredible? I mean, it looks like a bottle brush. Mm, it does. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely and they like little brilliant. cups for fairies, if you ask me. I just think this it's a lovely plant, the bottle brush, but they, they're not always they don't always grow in all soils. And then up here, we just go right up to the end, we've got the rose arch. So we've just done a scoop of the garden really. Because we, we're on a busy changeover and we haven't got time to chat. No, but um, we will be putting pictures up on our Instagram yes, and we Facebook will. with all of the and this this ancient rose um, rose arch, it's got pink dog rose on it, and um, it's got a bright pink one. Can you see just up there? Yeah. And it is a little bit of a yeah. It's obviously got damaged in that heavy rain. Yeah. Um, but it's beautiful and very fragrant. What is that? Is the rose? God, the size of that. But that is what roses, you know, they're trees. It's just that they don't normally live that long. I think, again, this would have been in this garden in the 50s. Right. I just think that's amazing. Yeah. Roses do keep, they are the, if you prune them properly and you feed them, I mean, I doubt this one's been fed. We don't always feed them. They are the plant that keeps on giving. I mean, I've seen them growing all over the world, roses. Mm -hmm. You see them in the Caribbean. You see them in Australia. You know, they adapt to anything. Really cold weather. They're amazing, but there's a lot of them. There's a lot of different varieties. And these don't have any nasties on them, do they? There's no rose blight or any no, leaf mould or anything. It's doing, despite the fact that our hose for the hot tub is mm, on the, to attached to it. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's the sort of, we've done half of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. And, you know, uh, we've said a hundred times that uh, I'm no garden fan. I'm much more of a sitter than a doer in the mm. garden. But... Uh, there's nothing like this garden. It's interesting at every turn. And, of course, there's a hot tub, which suits me. There's a hot tub. There's the coronation room to sit in. There's loads of spaces to sit. 
Yeah. And there's loads everything. of wildlife. And you get birds of prey mm. in the air. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. We tried to get them on the on the podcast, didn't we? Yeah, but they just, they didn't, just didn't want to play ball. Um, and you can see Exmoor. Yeah. So, there's the well, bird. Thank you both. Thank um, you. Thank you, David. We better get back and uh, we better do the cleaning checklist. Crack on and do some cleaning checklists. And Sam, you've got a rather large lawn to mow. Yes. <laughs> Good luck with that. Thanks for your time, Sam. I know you're Thank you. Thank you.